to Wendy Nola this evening. I don't know what your administration is like, Wendy Nola, but I'm guessing you're human like the rest of us, and occasionally when the bank demands that you do some really tedious admin, like, I don't know, prove where you live, you, like most of us, are prone to put that on a pile of things to do and probably forget about it yourself. <laughs> yes, I put my hand up, both hands up, with change of address. The bank calls it your domicilium address, and it's on your on your file, right, your electronic file, and it's up to you to change your address. But, I mean, when I was working on this story, I thought, oh, let me check, because we don't get statements in the post anymore. We, we Everything's online. So I checked, and my address was three years out of date, so I very smartly corrected that. But that's what uh, is the topic of, of this little chat uh, today, Bruce. So that domicilium, domicilium address is the address that your bank will send any legal notices to. And if they're going to take the judgment against you, they've got to send that notice to you, that summons, but um, that letter it is. But they they don't have to actually make sure that you got it, right? So they just send it to that address, put it to the wall or the fence or whatever it is, and all they have to prove to the judge is that they did that. And whether you read it or not. And that's why there's so many default judgments. I hear from so many people. The default judgment was granted and they only find out when they apply for credit and they don't get it or the few people that actually check their credit records and suddenly what? There's a default judgment, which can mess your life up quite considerably. So that's the backstory. The case study is really interesting. Uh, this whole issue about domicilium, physical address, uh, was, is at the, the heart of this issue. So Liesl Dutoy of Joburg, she became over-indebted. She went under debt review with a huge uh, debt review company called Debt Busters in 2022. And part of the uh, uh, her loans that uh, went under debt review was an APSA car loan. She bought a, a Renault Sandero in the middle of 2019, and this became part of a refinancing agreement. But due to a couple of missed and later caught-up payments, it's a very long story I won't go into, Absa took legal action to repossess that car, and in February of last year, the Joburg High Court granted default judgment because Liesl didn't know about it, um, and she had to then hand over her car to the big burly bloke who came to collect it from her at a different address, <laughs> which they found from the one that was on her Absa contract, right? Um, so fast forward to a few weeks ago, she took Absa to court to get her car back, to get that judgment um, rescinded, and she succeeded because she argued that the judgment should uh, that that the um, b bank service of that summons was irregular because they'd use an old address and they just stuck it on the on the main entrance to that old address. She says also she's been a model debt counselling candidate; everything is up to date, and so she's entitled to get her car back. Um, she said. Um, Yes, that might have been an outdated address, which was still on her official file, but 11 months before the bank served summons on her, her debt counselor, that's debt, debt busters, um, had sent a national credit regulator form. It's a standard thing to the creditors to say this woman is now under debt review. Um, they sent that to ABSA, and it was a different address from the one that they had on file for her and the one they mm. served summons to. And after judgment was obtained, the bank managed to find her and her car at a different address. They didn't go looking for her at the outdated domicilium address. And she said if they'd right. sent it to the right address, she would have appeared and maybe her, the judgment wouldn't have been granted against her and she would have kept her car. Right. So 
the judge, in a long story short, as the minutes tick away, the judge disagreed with ABSA that that um, debt counselling notice of January 2022 that they that was sent to them that that wasn't an official uh, change of an address. And the judge said, yes, it was. It's actually an important document. There are consequences for debtor and creditor. So in my view, the judge said, had the person who granted the default judgment been aware of the change of address, they wouldn't have granted it. And so a couple of weeks ago, APSA had, to their credit, um, undertaken to store her Sandera safely, pending the outcome of the case. And so a couple of weeks ago, a year later after it was taken from her, Liesl got her Sandera back which is all very satisfying. But I thought, well, how important is this judgment then? So I went to banking towards yeah. Ombuds and Brianna Stain, and she said um, the banks do rely on, uh, rely on the so-called domicilium address, um, even when they uh, – uh, yeah. I'm trying to simplify this. She says um, – no, exactly. It's very it's very complicated here, Wendy. I mean, in, in a minute, just give me the, the sense of it. If you fail okay. to update your domicilium, she, which is the Latin word for where you live, um, what, where you what live. could be the consequence? She, okay. She says the domicilium is different from where you're currently living. That's your on-the-record address. In Liesl's favor, okay. the, the APSA contract just said physical address. So she said, yes, on that interpretation – um, they should have taken that form to be an updated address. But she said, and this is the warning, generally in South Africa, um, a debt review application will not in itself be sufficient to formally change your chosen domicilium address. So my advice to people is, you know, you don't want to miss that notice. A lot of people might think, well, I don't care what address they've got for me. I don't want them to find me. But this case shows you know, what happens if that goes to the wrong address, you don't know about a, a, a court case, you don't appear, you don't defend yourself, and now you're on the back foot, and it can lead to nasty things. So if, like me, your your actual where you actually live is not the address on file that your credit providers have, particularly your bank, then make a call, do the necessary, and have it changed. Thank you. Wendy Lola, Consumer Ninja on a Wednesday night.